Take my only love of my life, my natty lights. My dog! <laughs> Tucker died last fall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I say die, I mean I shot him because I couldn't afford the dog food anymore because my wife's being a bitch about the health care for my, my son. Welcome, everybody, to the Backhouse Podcast. I'm Phil. I'm Dill. I'm the anorexic white guy. All right, Ben. Every week. Every week. Ben has something different to say. We hope y'all are enjoying y'all 2021 year so far. Uh, it's going to be, what, four days in when this episode goes live. But uh, we just wanted to uh, wish everyone a happy new year. Hope everyone had a good holiday. And uh, let's hope this year doesn't turn out to be shit like the last one. Can I, can I say, before we actually start talking, like everyone's like, you know, oh, this year was so shitty. Which, I mean, you know, for society as a whole, you know, yes. Com- comparable like, to... I feel like, like personally, mm-hmm. I had a good year. Like, I was happy with, you know, how my 2020 went, you know. So a little positivity. Like, I hope everybody had a good 2020 on a personal level, you know, besides the fact of everything happening around us. The death and decay of America around us. Yeah, basically, we survived 2020. Yes. It's like 2012 all over again. But actually, real stuff happened. I never saw the movie, but I saw the cover of it, and it looked pretty intense. Yeah, it's pretty traumatizing. 2012 thing, you know? Okay, anyway. Dude, I actually <laughs> thought I was going to die that night. Low-key. December 23rd, 2012? Dude, that was kind of fun. Dude, fire. we had a party that year. Did y'all die? No, we didn't. Obviously not, Ben. Oh, yeah. Dylan's the sole survivor. They haven't heard from any of people. I don't know people. if it was like the rapture. <laughs> like, they took some people, but like some people stayed. But the wicked. The wicked. The I wicked. never got the rapture. Like That's a whole religious talk that we're going to have another day. <laughs> yeah, one day we're going to delve into that. One day we're going to stop being complete idiots. Dude, the Nic- <laughs> you ever saw the Nicolas Cage movie about the rapture? No. It's it's like one of those movies, like it's so stupid and bad that it's funny. Wait a minute. It's not supposed to be. I forget I've what it was that. called. Yeah. It's like Nicolas Cage and he's a pilot and like people start dying around him and like it's Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage for an hour and a half. Great. Yeah. Well, I'm glad Ben actually mentioned that. It's a good segue into what actually got a lot of people through 2020, uh, especially during, like, quarantine months. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. Disney Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Just anything that the, was getting released. The Office uh, before they took it off of Netflix. You know, Rest we're not going to shoot shots in Netflix. I will. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> anyway, movies and TV, streaming services, all that good stuff. That got a lot of people through 2020. I know I watched definitely a lot more last year because we we're stuck in the house all the time. And, um, you know, I just want to hear y'all thoughts on... Uh, first of all, let's start with streaming services. What's y'all streaming service, like, preference? If you had to pick one. Netflix, because I can use it for free. All right. Cheapskate. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> I use my Netflix for free, too, but... yeah. That's not. It's I, I don't pay for any. I'd still services. rather pay the ad for ad free Hulu because Hulu is bomb. Yeah, I also agree. I, uh, Hulu Plus with no ads, literally the amount of content they ha- they have really good. Um, like we are not sponsored by any of these streaming services. Yeah, like <laughs> by no stretch. But Hulu Plus definitely they have a bigger variety. 
their Hulu original stuff is their content is pretty good. And I also like the stuff that they do for horror. Like they do a lot of yes. good horror stuff, especially during Huluween. Yes. Stuff like that's that. a thing. Hulu, yeah, they do yeah, Hulu, and the whole month of October, they have like a bunch of good, like horror um, stuff we put up on the site. They do like long movies, they do horror shorts, they do like, and they also get a lot of independent small directors to direct a lot of the Hulu shorts, and it gives them a platform to you know like display their work and stuff. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah, I know, I know a horror director who did some shorts for Hulu, Danny Donahue. Look him up, he actually did some good stuff. Shout out, Danny. I don't All know right. him personally, but it's, his shorts are really, really fire. All right, All right. Danny, shouts out to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely say Hulu has some of the best um, options. Netflix has good options too, but not for horror. Not for horror. No, um, for horror, it's a lot of international stuff. Yeah, they have a lot of. I find Netflix is actually really good about that. A lot of international stuff. Yeah, know? they put out a lot of international content. They have like Bollywood, Nollywood, different countries. What is Nollywood? Nollywood is Nigerian movies. Huh, the one yeah. now. I never knew that. Yeah, it's like a they had they're starting to get um really big media production companies in Nigeria now. I was gonna say it's specifically in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nigeria and like different African countries. I was gonna say I didn't know if it was like grouped in all of like Af- just more African movies. I think it's like grouped in but like Nigeria's the the main Yeah, the main hub for it. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. The more you the more you know music. <laughs> Fair point. But um, so what are your favorite genres? Horror. So movie horror. wise, horror movies are probably up there for me. I yeah. love horror movies. It's just hard to find people to watch them with. Yeah, cause uh, not, I don't know right why. Right before this, I didn't even know Dylan liked horror movies. I thought he was a big old scaredy cat. Dude, we always, no. I feel like we learn a new fact about each other every time we do this. No one learns more about each other except Ben and Dylan. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> we're, always, we're always figuring out new stuff about each other. Are you allergic to anything, Ben? I used to be allergic to horses. Me too! What? Wow! Damn. That's crazy. You see that? Uh, wait, have you ever ridden a horse? Yeah, I rode a horse when I was a kid. I That's how that. I found out I was allergic because I almost died. Can we, like, plant... <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Like, halfway through the ride, Dylan's just like... <sighs> I'm not feeling too good, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, dad, dad, my throat itches. Dad, my throat itches. Son, power through it. Son, <laughs> but dad... Son, I said, shut up. I'm enjoying my horse ride. <laughs> I mean, okay. For me, uh, actually, hold on. I'm going to let you answer that question first because um, we've already established that y'all know way more about uh, shows. Y'all are way more well, sitcom gonna, people than I am. I was going to say we focus more on movies because, like, so do you like horror movies, Ben? Yeah. So I'm very nor- I'm an let's start with horror I- I'm very then. selective, though. Uh, see... Okay, one type of horror movie I'm not a fan of is, like, slasher horror movies. Yeah, I like, don't really even consider them horror movies. Yeah, it's like thriller movies almost, because, like, yeah. they kind of categorize them towards the same. Like, Friday the 13th, uh, Halloween, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, like, all these, like, classic mm-hmm. horror movies. I just find them mostly, like, just slasher movies. Yeah. Now, my favorite, I love the Conjuring series. Yes. It's yes. an all-time favorite. Have uh, you watched the... Uh... La Urata? I know I butchered that name. <laughs> La Urata? You watch that La Urata? <laughs> no, nah, you know you which one La Llorona? That's how you say it? It's it, I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's it's Spanish. Yeah, I know it's I'm, Spanish. Because I know I'm going to butcher. I think it's uh, 
La Llorera. I can't. Like it's, two, it's, 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 it starts with two L's. That's two right. L's. It depends where you're from. They It's either a J or a Y, they pronounce it. Oh, okay. Or maybe an H. I don't know. It's been a while since I've taken Spanish. I'm not even going to try yeah. it. But, but I have not seen it. That does fit in the Conjuring franchise, apparently. Yeah. It's by the same director and everything. It's really good, but I don't under, understand why it didn't have a bigger American release. I think um, it was like an international thing. I'm not sure. Maybe because I of the just, culture. Maybe because it's it's a common tale told in um, in New Mexico. It's a Mexican yeah, thing. Because it was of the um, the crying woman by the by the riverside. Yeah, I've, I have no clue what you're talking about, but this sounds very dope. That's that's the cool thing about horror movies is because a lot of these things are based on stories from like the the twentieth nineteenth century of like different strange serial killers and. Basically, that huge energy source basically stays, like, stains a physical place. And it's like, you know, something that heavy and that crazy happened in a space. And it kind of, like, that energy stains a building and it kind of stays with it. And, like, personifying and manifesting that story into a movie, you know, that's what... It gets people's imagination going. Oh yeah, for That's sure, like and it makes it more real. Yeah, the Conjuring, it makes it both, feel real. Conjuring one and two, and then the Annabelle um, shittigy, as I like to call it, because I don't like the first. You don't movie. like the Annabelles? I don't like the first one. I haven't seen Comes Home, so I can't speak on it. But Creation was amazing, by the way. Annabelle Creation was yes. good. Yes, but it was. the first movie like totally ruined the whole Annabelle series for me. It's because I, I didn't think it was that good. What I don't like about what how they're doing the Conjuring series is they show a movie. And then, then they do the prequel. I rather them do the prequel and then do the next oh, like movie with the right. Nun they did with the Conjuring. Yeah, yeah. The Nun was the worst one for me. I still like the Nun because I love the atmosphere of it, like the like the haunted convent. Yeah, yeah. And, but the Nun, yeah. the Nun is just like oh, it, it's not like like Dylan was saying based on you know something That's that people can relate to. The Nun is just like oh, nuns are creepy. Yeah, let's make a horror movie based off of that, so, guys. That's yeah. what's cool about the Conjuring one and two. Those are based off of actual hauntings. Yeah. The uh, which one was the Enfield House? The, the Enfield House was the Enfield Poltergeist was the Conjuring two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, they added Valak and, the, like, you know, the horror nun and everything into yeah, it but to that, make it more cinematic. But Yeah, and also it, it, goes with the, it goes with the series. That's why they put Valak in there. Yeah, the Enfield Poltergeist was an actual, like, was one of the first, I guess, like, major hauntings to hit the scenes, like, internationally. Mm-hmm. And then they kept thinking, like, the kids, because they were young kids. And they kept thinking that, like, they were acting out, like, for the cameras, for attention, and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, so, it's, like, kind of up in the air. But the parent family haunting from Conjuring 1, like, if you hear stories about, um, I think, the youngest daughter still alive, like, she'll tell stories about growing up in that house, and it's just, like, horrifying. Because she's like, yeah, um, so this happened, like, you know, it's, it's kind of realistic, you know, in, I mean, a movie aspect. Yeah. But she said there's a lot more things that have happened in that house that never saw the movie. Like, you know, there's like, there's always people being seen in the house by like the kids and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, kids, kids, adding kids to a horror movie instantly makes it scarier. Exactly, because kids have a much broader imagination. They haven't had time to get like corrupt. So you don't know corrupt. Yeah, you don't know what the reality is of it. Yeah. Like they can play with that. Well, yeah, and kids are the ultimate sign of, you know, like purity and innocence. Exactly. So That's why, you, ca- I, you know, when you counter, when you juxtapose that with, 
whatever you know is the is the antagonist of your horror movie that just instantly you know ups the stakes a lot yeah <laughs> okay I, I will say it for my like i said i'm very picky with like what horror movies i like but i will fight to the death anybody who wants to argue with this to me the greatest horror movie ever made is the shining no i never watched the shining i've watched it it's it's good like the shot let me put it this way but... like i i watch like I watch a good bit of horror movies. The Shining is the only horror movie that like really disturbed me on like a personal level. Like no shock value, no nothing. Like The Shining just It's more of a psychological horror. It, and that's because, yeah. you know, yeah. you know Kubrick us. is like a genius so he yeah. can do that. Mm-hmm. And like that's why I liked it. That's also how Stephen King kind of writes his books too. Yeah, the same way. And Stephen King hated the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I could just about imagine. But like but and I, I can't say I've, I've never read The Shining or I haven't re- read, but like just watching you know people's reactions to like reading the book and everything. But, but okay, that's part of the movie. T- t- I, I get very snobby about certain things with like movie and, and like music arts and stuff. Yeah, thank you. But like <laughs> people that like compare like books and movie, you can't like you can you do cannot, that. Cause I already said that. But like realistically, because it's two totally the way you're gonna tell the story via film and via like writing down is two totally different yeah, things. You I mean, can't just like, transfer it, one to the other. The, the book it is like over a thousand pages long, and then I mean. They had to make two parts of the movie, and I mean, still, you're not going to be able to catch the whole no. yeah, not encompassing scene en- of encapsulate it. everything yeah. from the book because well, the, the book uses so many words to describe something that might be happening for three seconds. Yeah. Well, that's one distinction that, like, okay, so y'all are more like show people, like y'all enjoy sitcoms more, or would y'all say y'all watch more sitcoms than movies? I watch more. See, I wasn't the biggest movie fan for the longest time, but. Over this past summer, like I actually sat down and watched like a lot of movies that I've been wanting to watch. Like, mm-hmm. I finally watched all nine Star Wars Skywalker movies. Sorry to hear that. We're not gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna comment <laughs> on that <laughs> just yet, but we'll get to it. I'll tear it apart. Should've, you should have stopped at six. That's all I'm gonna say. But keep going. But I watched all nine of them. I've been wanting to do that. I watched Rogue One. I didn't see Solo yet. But don't, don't. just well, don't. See, I hear mixed reactions. But um, like I finally got to watch all the Marvel movies in order. <clears throat> oh yeah, awesome. You know what Marvel movie that I slept on, and then I finally watched it, and I watched all of them? The Ant-Man series. Dude, Ant-Man's amazing. It's, it's one of the, the best movies. ones. It's up there with the Iron Man's for me. See, I you know what's my favorite? It's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I like those, too, because... It, they're so, it, like, humor-driven compared to, like, you know... Yeah, they they have a lot comical. more comic relief than a lot of the movies. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. But, like, horror-wise... I'd say Connor's definitely up there, but one of my favorites. Have y'all ever seen Lights Out? I want to. Yes. Dude, it's to. amazing. Dude. It's Dude. so good. Let's not spoil it for him. because like, not going to spoil it for him, but let's just say that, like, the way that they play with the idea of how light, like, light and darkness, because, like, right. that's one thing that every, like, I feel like almost every kid has that's their first fear. fear of well, is darkness. It's the fear of the yeah. unknown. Yeah, it's just the fear of the unknown. And I think everybody from that's a full broad spectrum of age range, everybody's scared of the unknown in one way or another. Yeah. Exactly. And then like they just encapsulate that fear by putting a villain to it. Yeah. Right. And it's just it's amazing. Yeah. Well well okay, but back to what I was saying like with like a show. Okay, something yeah. like that. Like so the idea of like if you're writing like a, a show or like if you know you're laying out your uh, groundwork for a show versus like a screenplay for a movie, and I think you could even compare this with a book for a TV show. Their idea is they want to keep whatever the conflict is reoccurring. 
so it goes on for each episode. Yeah. With a movie, you want to initiate your conflict and then resolve it. Yeah. So like what you were saying, the movie. Exactly. And that's why I like movies more because it's the next. Here's the next villain. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, like that's it within a series of movies. Mm -hmm. No, I get what you're saying. And like, well, like with it, like you know, you know how you know how long the book is. It's it keeps reoccurring the conflict, whereas yeah. with a movie you have to have you know a start, you know your middle, and then an end. The yeah. rising action, falling action, right? Things and like getting that. all lit- literary over here. Yeah. I, I was, a, <laughs> I still am a huge movie nerd. I was originally gonna go study film in college, and then I thought mass communication would be better as like you know an actual like profession, you know. But yeah. uh, anywho, I still like in terms of modern horror movies. Mm, I'm trying to think. Modern horror, like my favorite modern horror movie. You like classic horror movies? I feel like, I like some of the classic ones more just because I feel like they didn't have to, like, 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 okay. On CGI yeah, because like you watch The Conjuring and like just because of modern technology, they can make it so scary. Yeah. Yeah. Like with like The Shining, it has to, it has to frighten you in a different way, which I, I think that's kind of cool. I, it has to be a yeah. more natural effect, if that well, makes sense. When I had first watched both The Conjuring movies, I had seen Conjuring 1, and I wasn't a big horror fan because I was kind of a little baby boy. <laughs> kind, <laughs> of little, kind of a little titty baby, you know? Once a titty baby, always a titty baby. <laughs> but whenever I first watched the first Conjuring, I wasn't a big fan of horror movies because I was always like, oh, crap. Like, I don't know. It's, just, it's horror movies, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, and that's kid, the whole drive of them. Yeah, as a kid, I didn't really like to have horror mo- like to watch horror movies until I stopped having nightmares. Yeah, once, that's once one you thing, get out of that yeah. kid phase and like you're like an adult and you can rationalize, oh, yeah. I got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good... What, what was... I'll start, I'll start with Dylan. What was the first horror movie you remember watching? I was just thinking about that. Um, for me, it was The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Whoa! <laughs> that's, yeah. such a, that's Whoa. such a powerhouse movie. Dude, yeah. uh, mine's not... Okay, yeah. Okay, I, and I like... Can I, that. Can even, I, can, I can even go further than that. One thing that... One horror movie that I was deathly afraid of like one time i almost had to go to the hospital because i had a panic attack was the bride of chucky like when i <laughs> Dude, say remind me of one of my co-workers well i say co-workers one of the people that work at the place at the house mm-hmm. the house <laughs> she's terrified of chucky <laughs> yes like chucky i guess it's because as a kid you like toys and for your toys to wake up and start killing people you know, that really, that really fucks with you as a kid. It perverts that See, innocence. Yeah. So the funny part is, whenever I first, whenever I was a kid, I was really into, like, whenever I would watch, so like, I'd watch, like, Cartoon Network and stuff growing up, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then I always loved watching, like, Animal Planet and then, um, like, Discovery Channel and stuff like this, because I was always, like, really interested in, I guess, the world, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, so Animal Planet had this thing that was called Lost Tapes. It was a fake, like, cryptid kind of documentary thing. But I was probably, like, 10 or 11. And I was hunting. I was a hunter at the time. I still kind of am. But, like, you know, I'd always love to be out in the woods, you know, just out in nature and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we freaking, I'm watching Animal Planets late at night. It's just me. And I'm watching, and, like, Lost Tapes come on. Like, oh, this looks kind of cool. And then, like, it has, like, stories about, like, Bigfoot and all, like, you know, insert <laughs> insert random, like, cryptid animal that, you know. Yeah, you know, they actually called that branch of, like, um, zoology, it's called crypto, Crypt- zo- yeah, yeah, cryptic, crypto- yeah. cryptic zoology, because it might be real, it's but they've never, 
Yeah, they've never found like physical evidence of it. Well, they ha- they they made these like fake like lost like lost tapes and mm-hmm. like found documentary tapes whatever. And basically, it was this thing of like these people, um, like r- encountering these like cryptids like either out in the freaking forest or whatever, and then like everyone dying. And like I'm seeing this, as, I'm like I'm a ten year old watching this in the dark in my living room. Mm-hmm. I'm an at like I avidly go out in the woods like a good bit like every other weekend we're at the hunt camp going out in the woods and stuff and like just watching it like mentally becomes a little too real becomes too real <laughs> yep. because of how good yep. they can do it like I watched one episode it was about like Bigfoot or whatever and it was like this dude got thrown up into a freaking tree and like you know mm-hmm. you know like people started dying and like I watched like uh, and, like another episode it was about like um the Jersey Devil or something like that and like him like kidnapping people and like I'm just like whenever I saw it like now I go back like I went I've recently within the past year going back and watched them I'm like this is stupid yeah <laughs> but yeah. to my 10 year old mind I'm like, like this is fucking me up exactly <laughs> I'm like, like I, I can't, can't deal with it so like I'd be out in the woods like walking like whenever I was older like let's say 15-ish walking in the dark through the woods you know because I used to love bow hunting mm-hmm. so I wouldn't have a gun on me but I just have my bow. And, like, I'm walking out of the woods to go back to, like, you know, the camp or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, every once in a while, just, like, hearing a random crack in the woods. Like, I know, oh, it's probably, like, a freaking squirrel or, like, a pig or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, just that thought comes back in, like, the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I still have that, like, recurring, like, thought of Bigfoot's what the <laughs> fuck's out there. Yeah, like, right? what's I, I can't, you know. I'm out there for, you know, maybe three, four hours a day. There's something that actually lives out here. Yeah. So it'll know how to maneuver the woods much better than me. Yeah. So. But, I mean, the first horror movie I think I'd actually watched, like horror movie, I had watched, um, The Conjuring really got me into horror movies, but I watched Deliverance from Evil. I've never seen it. It's it was kind of. Oh like, yeah, I, I watched that one. I watched it when it came on Netflix for a little while. I freaking loved it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I watched it. I'm like, oh crap, this is like scaring the crap out of me. I'm like, I like it. Yeah, it got me into horror movies. Yeah, and this was, I was probably like 16, 17 mm-hmm. when I saw it. Yeah, that's about when it came out. Yeah, I had watched it because we rented it. I, I still remember the first horror movie I ever watched. I was n- nine or ten years old. And my brother was watching Netflix, and he made me watch it with him. It was on. It was. I think it might still be on Netflix. It's called Dead Snow. Oh, is it with the zombies and? Yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't and seen I, it, but I've I've passed through it on Netflix. It's, I still actually really like it. It's really? like super fun. It, it's about like these. It's it was made by like some small time director in Norway, and it got like a cult following. It's about these like this group of friends that go skiing in the middle of winter, and they like uncover this grave of. Uh, like Nazi zombies and like they come out of the snow and like turns them like a badass like <laughs> these Norwegian guys playing like drinking music with chainsaws fighting off these zombies it's like it, it is kind of like a slasher movie but like my yeah. nine year old self was like oh god but it, I still love that <laughs> Nazi movie Nazi zombies it was turns it was, on Call of Duty World at War to oh, see Nazi zombies for the first time it's like yeah this shit kind of creepy do you speak that, that's kind of I'm going off topic a little bit but in terms of like okay you're talking about like video games and like you know, the cinematic elements of video games, the way they did, like, Call of Duty Zombies the first time was terrifying. With World at War? Yes. I, dude. Like, like the, uh, those games... The mm-hmm. first map, dude, I I remember. It's, my buddy's like, yeah, dude, I got Call of Duty. My mom bought it for me, you know? Like, we're all young. And just loading up that first map, I'm like, 
oh shit, yeah. <laughs> what's about to happen? And then, you know, as you go through the rounds, it gets more stressful because now you're worrying about ammo. You're worrying about running away. You're worrying about if somebody goes down, like, what am yeah. I going to do? How am I going to maneuver through doors? And, and it makes, I don't know, I feel like it almost, ma- it makes you feel like you're in a horror movie almost. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I'll give video games over movies is that, like, if you ever play a horror video game, it's so much more intense than a movie because you have to, you have instead to of just think. sitting there watching, you have to react. Right. And so, I, like, I wish that's was, one thing I've played more of. I want to get play more horror video games. I'd like to do that. We ought to stream that one day. Dude, all of us on Twitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, drop our Twitch account whenever we finally make one. <laughs> so, besides horror movies, do y'all, do y'all have, like, a favorite director or anything like that? Like, I actually like the old Spielberg movies. Okay. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, it's such a basic answer, but, like, you know, Jaws and, like, Jurassic Park. And, like, I was about to say movies. Jurassic like, Park. Because a lot of them also have, like, such a good score with John Williams, like, you know, yeah, composing really the music. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And then George Lucas, he does what, what he did with the Star Wars story and personifying that into the movies. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of, like, unmatched compared to other series, movie series that's out there. Yeah. I honestly, like, compare George Lucas to, like, Tolkien just because he made, like, an entire universe. Yeah, like, yeah. There's so much. It's like Lord of the Rings. Like, people can write in Elvish. Like, a la- you yeah. know, some yeah, you it's know, a full fictional language. language. You know? It's like the Game stuff. of Thrones. Um, yeah. Both the languages that they made, they made Valyrian and they made uh, Dothraki. And that's actual languages. Yeah, they, they actually, language experts come and develop it. Yeah, like, linguists and people that study, some, it's called semanticists. Like, people that study semantics and yeah. words and wordplay. It's like, I think Dothraki is like a mixture of some traditional tribal language and, like, a Slavic yeah, it's, undertone. Yeah. It's it's crazy how that ends up. Yeah. But, yeah, like, movie-wise, like, directors, I'm kind of basic. Like, because I don't really pay Whenever I, like, watch a movie, I'm like, oh, yeah, who, what, who directed this? I'm more like, oh, I'll just watch this movie, and then it's over. Yeah. I know Ben's more into like cinematography and everything than I do like writers though. I like the Russo brothers. The Russo brothers are the ones who basically did all of the Marvel movies. Okay. Yeah. I can't talk about Marvel. Why? You didn't watch any of the Marvel movies? No, no, I've seen Marvel. I don't know. Like I just You have mixed feelings. I have really mixed feelings. Because, like Marvel makes good movies. Like, I'm not even going to debate it. Like, Marvel makes good movies. But it's like, to me, and this is, oh, my God, it sounds so snobbish. But it's like a product with Marvel movies. Because they, re, like, they, they make good movies, but they don't have, it, it, like, they're making the same product and rewrapping it a different way. Now, I well, yeah, love yeah, Marvel compared to, like, DC is, like, I Marvel do done like, wrong. Bro, like, DC do has like been DC trashed. Movie. Let's it, talk about that for a second. Like, DC has put out habitual garbage for the past, like, five years. And I think people like to compare them to the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is unfair because the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done what they needed to do so well that it's an unfair comparison to put DC against them. Oh, but yeah. also, so I that's think... That's the only thing you have to really d- to judge against it is just comic book movies. Exactly. And, but, and, like, DC fanboys think they can compare themselves. Like, the DC oh, universe yeah, to Marvel, and it's not no, even fucking close. not even close. <laughs> but the thing is, I believe, even with the MCU, even without the Fox Studios of Marvel, DC would still be producing the worst superhero movies ever. 
They're terrible. Wait, yeah, did y'all like the Joker? Alone. Did y'all like the Joker? The one with Walking Phoenix? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I mean, it's okay. I mean, I liked it, but the only reason I think it's good is because they gave it to Todd Phillips, who's actually, like, makes good movies, and he was like, oh, okay, like, you know, I'm going to work with the Joker, which is a great storyline, mm-hmm. as opposed to them just, who is the guy that directed Batman v Superman in, like, the past Yeah, movie? and like, also... Some guy who has no clue what he's doing, and he just, like, pisses all over what could be a great story arc. Exactly, and also, I don't even consider the Joker... A, like a superhero supervillain movie because it's more like an origin story right and like right. a like a anthology almost right it was a good movie though I haven't seen it. it the last DC movie I watched was Suicide Squad and I'm like Suicide Squad wasn't too bad it wasn't terrible it was but it wasn't shit. I didn't think it was too bad no, <laughs> I'm sorry it was of, dog shit compared to the rest of DC movies it was one of the better ones Did, have you seen Batman vs. Superman yes and, but I I <laughs> Yeah. Batman vs. Superman was just a... The, the thing that pisses me off about Suicide Squad is it is actually, like, could be really cool. Because, like, to me, the, the bad guys are always, like, the cooler characters. Mm-hmm. But nothing about Suicide Squad works. Well, especially nothing. In, DC, in DC, like, the the DC Universe, the villains are the cooler people. Yeah, yeah obviously. They are. they are. Like, oh, my God. Oh, that's a lie. I watched uh, Birds of Prey with Harley Quinn. Of course you did. That wasn't my choice. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I, I, I'm sure you watched it for cinematic reasons. It wasn't just to see, you know. No, nah, I'm pretty sure someone someone made him watch it with. No, I wouldn't say made made me watch it, but like I'm like, okay, cool, I'll go see. Coerced it. you, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. eh, it's a, it's another DC movie. He got promised favors if he went watch it, because I still I'm not gonna watch Birds Break. It, yeah, it was kind of garbage. Yeah. If so, you had to pick like like your favorite movie off the top of your head, what would you pick? Favorite movie off the top of my head? Oh crap! Like rattle off three of them. Oh, three. Ooh. <laughs> That's tough. I can do that. Dude. All right, Dylan, go first. Wait, let's let's all do it in like in like a row. Go. All right, number one, as far as Gump. Oh yeah. Whoa, that came. I was Forrest not Gump expecting good, that. Though. Okay, Bro, yeah. I love some Forrest Gump. <laughs> number two, I'm not sure if you guys know this. Tim ben, you Tim, might know this. With Tim Hawks. It's, uh, <laughs> Tim Hawks. It's uh, Old Brother World now. Dude. That was my shit growing up. Yes. So I good. I loved that movie. So good. And I want to say my third. I respect see, that man a lot. The third, I, uh, oh, Wolf on Wall Street. That's my top three. That's a good, okay, that's good. That's my top that's three. Wolf on Wall Street is good. I, I love go Wolf. Wolf. You can Wolf go. Wall I still got to think, dude. Um, Hateful Eight. Right. <laughs> okay. Casino. Uh-huh. And... Da-da-da. Honestly, uh, shit. What's the name of that movie? Oh my god, is his name Snap? I'm gonna throw a very weird one out there. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Ah, okay, that's a cult classic. Yeah, I like it. It's it's whack to me, but it's that's a cult thing, classic. Dude, everyone talks to me yeah. about movies. I'm just like, haven't seen it, haven't seen it, haven't seen. Because I'm so much more of a TV show person. Yeah, for me, I'm a, I'm a big movie person because me and my dad, that's his thing. Like. He buys movies and he collects movies. He has like cases and cases of DVDs, VHS, Hell yeah. Blu-rays. Hell yeah. He's a big movie person. All right, I got you. Um, so one of my favorites because I'm a small Southern boy. I love American Sniper. Oh my god. Shut up. <laughs> no, that's a good choice. I just love the way. Nah, you it's, put a good, it's a good it's movie. A good movie. It's Dude, a good people movie. shit no, on it. No, no. People shit on that movie because, of course, they don't like the army or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Whatever. Besides the political belief. They the people that are hard down. Uh, what's what's the guy's Chris name? Kyle. Chris Kyle fans. They say 
it wasn't good because it was nothing like the book. I mean, I just do people say that about fucking everything. Like Get of, over it. Not, that's not what I'm saying. Book. It's Throw not supposed to be the book. It's a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's not a book. <laughs> I like a lot of like war movies. Like Thirteen Hours is really good with John Krasinski with about you, Benghazi. That actually, yeah, I like that. John Krasinski, I think, is like. Inc- like very underrated actor and uh, director. Yeah, I, I like a quiet he pre- place. He quiet place is amazing. Quiet that was good. Funny. That was really honestly. Good. Man, I gotta think because I don't like I said I don't watch very many movies. Um, man, you know one of my <laughs> this is gonna be a funny story. One of my favorite movies because I have so many like nost- so much nostalgia with it because mm-hmm. I grew up watching it with my dad was Major Pain. That is oh, a yeah. movie. I like this That's usually my top three, though. Yeah. Because I just have so much nostalgia with it because my dad was in the Marines, so like he, he loved watching it. Yeah. Because he, he just got a laugh out of it. But like, it's just so funny. No, one of my favorite lines from that movie. You want to find my sympathy? Look at Look the dictionary between, between shit and, and syphilis. syphilis. <laughs> and I, like, as I got older, like, I watched it again, and I looked it in the dictionary. I'm like, oh, that's what he meant. Because shit. And syphilis is in be- and sympathy fits right in between that. This dude's Whoa. a genius. Mind blown. Mind blown. I'm like, I didn't know how the dictionary worked when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Like the first time I watched a movie, I was actually kind of like old. I was like, like 15, I believe. I was pretty old. I mean, like I had. Let me see. Major Pain is definitely one of my favorites. Um. Who? Oh, I got another one that I liked, but it it would like it would be tied for top three. But go ahead, dude. Castaway is really good too. Tom Tom Hanks. What? I'm a, I like Tom Hanks. Castaway. You like Castaway? Yeah, I like. Castaway. I've well, never sad. actually seen Castaway. It's pretty good. That's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty. Good. But, I mean, um, I know the lore of it, but I just never. Dude, I've you know it's another one that had. I'm just trying to think like more recent. Shaving Ryan's privates. That one's uh, actually. I like. I like Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. Is the my only issue with it is it's it's like like the way they the, like the actual movie is like incredible. Like I think like the best war movie next to Hacksaw Ridge. But um actually I take American Sniper off my top there. I probably put 13 hours in there instead. Solid. 13 yeah. hours is really good. I think one thing they tend to do with like military movies is make it too picturesque like Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, okay, come, like, come on, come now. on, yeah. <laughs> come on. Fury is a very good war. Fury movie. was such a good movie. Fury, yeah, that's what uh, Brad Pitt, Pitt, huh? Yeah, that one really, you know, made you good. think about. Think it. about that cast, fucking Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf. What? What's the? Oh, God, I forgot that guy's name, but he plays in Star Wars now. Oh yeah, that's right, he does. Yeah. God, Fury is such a good war movie. That was a damn good. It movie. really is. It really is. You watched nineteen thirteen? Wait, nineteen. 19- was it nineteen? It was nineteen seventeen. Yeah, nineteen seventeen. <laughs> oh shit! It is seventeen. <laughs> I was gonna say nineteen thirteen. Nothing really happened. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen seventeen. Yeah. Sitting around. I I liked it. The whole gimmick of it, it being like one shot. I thought kind of it was cool, but I was like, I mean, I, I didn't like. It wasn't like integral to the plot. I think they just kind of did it to be like, you know, this is a cool thing. But it's a good yeah, movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. It was it was okay. I compared to like Fury. Fury had a lot more gore action in it. True. Dude, speaking of one war movie that like everyone freaking loved that I still do not get is Dunkirk. Dunkirk. I didn't watch it. Is, I didn't watch it I heard either. It, but I heard it was like 
I hear really mixed opinions. It's about like it. in all the movie cars, like, oh my god, like you just feel like the sense of being on on the beach during this event, and like I'm like, dude, nothing happens for two and a half hours. Like I don't. That's the problem. That's the disconnect with like critics and like people that actually watch movies. Like. Oh my god, I don't know. That just aggravates me. Like, because Dunkirk is the most boring fucking movie. Like, it's cool. Like, don't get me wrong. The I way think, it's made is cool. I think it's because a lot of oh, these good. critics focus on more aspects of just the film and the cinematography. They think about the lore. They think about the history. They think about the different actors that get into they the think role about how of these characters. Piss off. Yeah, also that. <laughs> like, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. Well, it's like, and, and like, like, if we're being honest, a lot of critics are gonna, like, not paid off, but like, it's like when the new Star Wars came out, like, and, like, all the fans were trashing it, but, like, the critics were like, well, when you really look at it, like, you know, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, because no critic's going to bash George Lucas mm. and shit like that, because They'll they never can't. have a job anyway. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. also, I, I know why people, the the real reason why the Star Wars series, like, took a tank. But, you know, we're not going to get into that, because that's, you know, the realm of politics. But anyway... One Wait, war movie. I'm kind of we're not we're not open that can. Yeah, yeah, no. the, can, we, can we talk about it after the podcast? Definitely. Right, we're gonna cool. yeah. <laughs> but one war movie and it's also tied for my top three movies is uh y'all ever watch Full Metal Jacket? Yes. I freaking love Dude, Metal Jacket. It's so now yes! that is a classic. Yes. That is an instant classic. Dude, Full Metal, Metal Jacket and Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse yes. Now is good too. Yes. Apocalypse Now is I would describe it as a horror movie. That movie Bro. scared the shit out of me the first time I watched it. Crap, dude. I'm trying to remember. Okay, so another one that I recently watched was kind of like a mindfuck. Was um was a Tom Hanks movie. Angels and Demons, I think. Oh yeah, I like those. With um it was about like um Dante's Inferno. Mm-hmm. And like if you like didn't know anything about Dante's Inferno which I've read Dante's Inferno, and it's actually one of my favorite stories in general. Like, yeah, I've, one of my I've, favorite. I've, I've it's technically, uh, read it too. It's, it's technically poetry, I think. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a poetry it's like book. Poem, but yeah. I think it was written for, like, a, like not written as a book, but written in, like... It was written in three parts. No, but I, I think the way it was published, it was, like... It was poetry. Po- yeah, like, like yeah, it wasn't as, worded. as mm-hmm. like, one piece. But, like, I had read Dante's Inferno, and I read Purgatorio. I didn't read... Yeah, the, the, the third part's about heaven, right? It's yeah. yeah, but like then watching Angels and Demons, I, shit, I think that's what it's called. I'm gonna just oh, oh it's called Inferno. The, yeah, that was the newest, newest one. Inferno. Yeah, the newest the one new was one. Inferno. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Right. So Angels and, and Demons is before Inferno, because Da Vinci Code is the first movie in that in that series. I didn't like the Da Vinci Code. I don't know. It was Inferno. Okay. That's, that's what actually comes to mind. Tom Hanks Inferno. in that one. Mm-hmm. Dude, Tom Hanks is so I don't remember one. that one. When that one came up? It's a newer one. I think oh. it kind of flew under the radar, but probably did. I'm Inferno was really good because up. it literally focused on on um the Inferno. Inferno by uh, Dante. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his last name, but oh yes, it's, Dante it's, A. That's what they call him, Dante. So Inferno was pretty good. I watched it with my buddy Trevor at his place. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out Trevor. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Trevor. We were watching, <laughs> and it was just kind of like a mind fuck at first because it starts out with like seeing this like portrayal of Dante's Inferno on like a, a portrait, and then like it just goes through this whole like fucking along with like the Da Vinci Code and all the other shit. It just yeah. goes through this whole fucking. But like, the thing is, sequence of shit going crazy. Those books and those movies stirred 
so much controversy because it went so against the church. And really, if you actually read the books, I read one of the books. I read The Vinci Code. I also watched The Vinci Code and watched Angels and Demons. And I'm going to watch Inferno. But the whole book series is basically not about, you know, dogging out the church. It's really about telling the past corruption of the church. Well, it, I think at the time Dante wrote it to, you know, not poke fun, but like to to criticize a lot of the. No, no, no! I'm not talking well, about Dante, uh, Dante. Dante wrote it. He was Italian, I believe. Yeah, I'm he not talking about uh, Dante, the Inferno, or anything. I'm talking about the writer of Angels and Demons and Da Vinci Code. Those I, books I caused you, like protest. Like yeah, from yeah, big yeah, churches, yeah. like yeah. oh, this is this is a heresy. A, yeah, heresy attack against the church, and like the, even the Vatican even got involved and was like, okay, you know, this is kind of offensive. Y'all need to like stop, but they didn't because it's America. Basically, it almost went to like a court case. Like the, the church tried to, like a few churches tried to sue and get it like taken down out of production because. They considered it so offensive, but free speech got it got of course it got thrown out. It's so, art, like come yeah, on. it's art. Don't I don't know. I have mixed feelings yeah. on that. Movies can literally. So that's actually formulate my top three. I'm Are you still spitting. working on you that? Still <laughs> on it? I've just been spitballing movies yeah. that I've seen and like trying to work around <sighs> it. But let's let's talk about this though. As far as movies, how movies literally can kickstart a movement, a revolution, a way people think. Because a lot of... I'm going to give you all a little bit of history, a little bit of American history. You guys ever heard of a movie called A Birth of a Nation? Yes. I studied it in a film class. Yeah, so... That really... God, I'm such a dick. (laughs) Check him out. I study film. But anyway, so, you know... Until we start talking about TV shows. (laughs) You know, like, that movie helped fuel the Jim Crow and reinforce like segregation and basically lynching of people in the South based off of that movie because it got co-signed by the president. Wildrow Wilson had a private viewing of Birth of a Nation at the White House and said it was a cinematic masterpiece. Cinematic masterpiece, which is crazy. I've never seen it, so. <laughs> well, never it's, seen fun, it's funny you say that because, like, it's, and I mean, it's obviously, like, racist as hell. Just know that. Yeah, it's pretty horrific. It's like they don't even have black people in the movie, but there's a guy in blackface acting like he's raping white women. Wow. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, horrific. it's like that. I, I, the thing is, is like obviously, that's terrible, and like what you're saying about like the power that film has mm-hmm. is like, uh, what is it called? Uh, during during uh, Nazism, the German film movement at the time was the most revolutionary in the world. Like Nation's Pride, Goering's propaganda movie is still studied by you know film analysts and stuff like that because of how powerful it is to uh, you know change the way that people mentally perceive stuff mm-hmm. through a movie. And that's you know, it's such an example of how you know when people put out a movie is just the power that it can have like you were saying and mm-hmm. it, it almost makes sense of why you know like you were saying the church freaked out over uh, da Vinci Code and stuff and like that, that yeah. because you know it does have an implication it, and it, I think it also influenced the way people perceive not necessarily what people think but what people perceive about the church and some people that were maybe not necessarily strong in faith might get deterred 
and like believe the movie instead of doing their own research or something like that or just go with the main idea of something that they saw instead of actually trying to you know develop their fate in their own that was one actually i had a priest argue that movie with us in catechism once i was like in third grade i don't know why he was telling us that i was not watching angels and demons in third grade yeah the da vinci code now half of you probably don't understand what the shit's going on <laughs> yeah like it was like what 2006 yeah a while back i was little. if you watch yeah, you're gonna burn in hell for forever well like that's, <laughs> that's one thing like i my favorite director of all time is tarantino and tarantino is by far not by far bro we didn't even dive into the, his movies oh he's dude i'm such his a tarantino movies. nerd yeah but like he has garnered so much controversy because he just does not give a fuck and that's one reason i like him is he's one of the few you know, people in Hollywood that legitimately just makes a movie that he wants to make and doesn't care about the backlash. Yeah, but Which, the thing is about him, I mean, he got the purse to do it. He doesn't have to go through anybody else. He owns his own production company. You know, he does all his own filming. He has his own film. He owns everything so he can make what he wants. That's I, I can attribute that to having, like, a big pocket. Well, he doesn't use his own production movie production company for his movies yeah he not i'm not talking about casting doesn't he own his own production company though he, he owns his own like like uh like, like cinema studio? for like he'll he'll do like in film festivals for like independent filmmakers oh okay I but like, he actually did, okay. he like the the weinstein company uh produced all his movies until the whole harvey weinstein thing yeah he, like the hateful eight was his last movie and then you know after that the whole yeah, yeah exactly yeah I, I didn't know it was Weinstein company that did his movies mm -hmm. he Weinstein did Pulp Fiction mm -hmm. the, uh, yeah. Pulp Fiction to Hateful Eight Reservoir Dogs was independent I'm so who, sure. who did who did Django Weinstein mm -hmm. really yeah oh, well, that's news to me I never noticed because you know usually at the beginning they have that Weinstein emblem come up mm -hmm. I don't remember seeing that I'm pretty sure it's, it might be at the end or it's in there. <laughs> yeah, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. It's in there somewhere. It's in there. <laughs> but, like, that, like, I don't know. Because, like, that's one thing of, like, I, I don't want to make it political, but, like, certain movies, like... Uh, but movies are political, though. To I, an extent. I, I kind of disagree. To, to, to me, like, okay, like, that's the thing. Like, movies are art. How people interpret art is going to be different. You can draw your own conclusions from what a movie is. Okay. But at, I, at a basic point, a movie is just entertainment. Yeah. Like, that's why when Tarantino, like, got so much flack over how violent his movies are, mm -hmm. he said, this is just what I enjoy. Like, violence in movies is what I enjoy making. Like, that doesn't mean someone's going to watch my movie and go out and, on a shooting spree or whatever because a movie is not real life. That's it's true. entertainment. Just like video games. Exactly. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Have you come up with your top three yet? Shit. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Django Unchained is a great movie. It's a, yeah. It's I, a great movie. They got some gems in that one. Oh, God. My favorite part is the clan scene. Oh, my gosh. The, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm going home. I'll watch my wife. Hey, shit with his bag in my head. <laughs> I love Jonah Hill's part. <laughs> Randomly, Jonah Hill just makes an appearance. Yeah. That it, was a good movie. It really was. It really was. Do y'all want to geek out about like TV shows or anime for a second? And I can, you know, sit back <laughs> and get educated. Or dude, I can give you a top, uh, a top of my TV shows now. Hit me. That's easy. Number one, ready? Basic as shit. Game of Thrones. 
Of course. Masterpiece. Of course. Loser! You ever seen Game of Thrones? Fucking nah, virgin. I watch a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> you didn't watch Game of Thrones? No, I never got into it. Don't even talk to him. All right. Okay, no, 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 no. But every then single, get out the car. every single, <laughs> get out of the studio, my car. Every single Game of Thrones fans that I talked to is like, dude, it's amazing. And then they made the last season. Yep. I think the last yep. season was good. I, people hate on the last I still season. Think the last season was good. I feel like it was good, but I feel like it was rushed. Definitely. Oh yeah, I mean, they, they, they had no had, budget for it. Yeah, yeah they didn't have no <laughs> budget for it. <laughs> yeah, so I I understand, but people don't people don't understand like there's a lot more than just filming and getting actors there. Like, well, no, it, people were pissed off because they didn't end how the fuck they wanted it to. That's what it's about. They're like, oh, really I don't know why X person became you know this that this that. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, it it fit well. I feel like it fit well. Well, that's like a thing with like TV shows when you have like a story that's been going on for like however many years Game it's of Thrones going on for right? almost ten years. Yeah, like, yeah, no, almost ten years. These kids grew up filming this yeah, movie. Right. Yeah, I mean this show. Like, there's there's no way you're gonna satisfy everyone with how it ends. Yeah. So, oh well. <laughs> oh, well. I'm satisfied with it. That's what matters. Game of Thrones. Um. <laughs> Zoo on Netflix. Like that's currently on Netflix. Is I think was pretty good until the third season. Um. Neither one of y'all watch that, I think. Nah, not Zoo. My dad watches Zoo, though. Zoo is pretty good. Um, The third season, they kind of overextended what was... um. They kind of overextended what was kind of like... um. I don't know, what would make sense in the whole, like... The whole plot? The whole plot. Mm. And, um, I mean, like, the third season... And then they got canceled. Or, like, the, you know, the show just got cut off. Oh. So, it's just done right there. And I'm like, okay, that's... So, it didn't, like, resolve? It yeah, it never resolved. Didn't... And they opened it like they were going to have another season, and it just cut. I'm like, okay, that's... That's what sucks about TV That shows. sucks. Yeah, that's what um... sucks about TV. You get into a TV show, and then they cancel it. Dude, like... Can you imagine being, like, the writers, and, like, you work on this for, like, two years, like, you're so yeah. high, you plan this whole thing out, and then, mm-hmm. like, Boom, no one wants it. Tanks. Yeah, no one wants it. Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> um... I Walking Dead like, used to be one of my favorites, and then I stopped watching it. It went downhill, too. It went right? downhill. I feel like that's Breaking a... Bad is still one of my favorites. Breaking Bad was such a good... Th- that has some yeah. of the best acting I yeah, think you'll it ever was such find, a good, period. It was such a good TV series, and it ended like, you know... It ended... I feel like it ended like it was supposed to. Yeah, it ended on a good note. I mean, <laughs> relative to a good note. Relative. Like it ended on, but it ended, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm satisfied with how it ended, and it's just... It's done. Mm-hmm. Those would probably be some of my top three. <laughs> uh, besides Game of Thrones, I'm more of a movie person, so I'm trying to think. I can't think of a show that I've watched from beginning to end. I can say one sh- one of my favorite TV shows. I used to watch as a kid. I used to watch MTV a lot. One of my favorite shows ever was Robin Big. <laughs> Robin Big was one of my favorite shows ever. And I also like the Jackass series. <laughs> uh, that's high art right there yeah. hell yeah dude it's just cause they were just I guess as a kid they were just like really dumb and they did like weird stuff all the time and I also was like into into like extreme sports like dirt biking and yeah. BMX and they skateboarded a lot on that show so I, I was into lot, it like I mentioned before I watched a lot of like Animal Planet and Discovery Channel growing up yeah and I watched it too like Survivor Man I mentioned this to Actually, both of y'all right before this. Mm-hmm. Survivor Man. And um, this dude who's, his name's Les Stroud. The dude's like a freaking survival instructor and he's really good at it. And like, 
it was just kind of cool seeing he'd go out in the wilderness for seven days, no TV crew, no, you know, no nothing, by himself, all the camera equipment, because he's actually a, um, he actually works a lot with film as well, mm-hmm. but it was like compared to like Man vs. Wild, which I'm, I'd imagine y'all have seen at least one episode of. Yeah. yeah I, I like to get really drunk and watch some Man vs. Wild. And then like Bear Grylls. Bush and some Man vs. Wild. Oh, Nah, Natty Light. Natty Light. Yeah. With my Paul Malls. And then doesn't he, does his Paul, your what? <laughs> His Paul Mall. His Paul Mall. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My cools. My bad. I switched. <laughs> I switched up my brands. But yeah, but then Bear Grylls, he brings like celebrities yeah, on there. Yeah. Well, he started doing that. And yeah. Les Stroud did the same, kind of the same thing, but I don't think he did it for as long. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I find Bear Grylls is, ah, it's just stupid. Oh, it is. Like you yeah. watch it and it's so obviously planned out that this is going to go, that, like this is what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Literally, they drop Les Stroud and like, Here's the jungle. Go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you in seven days. It feels like you're watching something. It organic feels something. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels something a lot, a lot better. Because like he sits there and like he makes traps, like animals and stuff like that. And like it, like most of the time it does doesn't work. Like mm-hmm. it does, it doesn't catch anything, which is how it actually goes whenever you're trying to survive. But like I loved watching those growing up. Yeah. So what what do you guys think about this as far as like animated series? Um, Salt Park and Family Guy. Which Family one you Guy is amazing. Yeah, I like Family Guy. South Park's good too, but uh, I haven't watched all of South Park. I have Family Guy. You see, the thing is with South Park, as far as streaming goes, they've changed where they're going to stream it so many times. You HBO know on, owns it now. Yeah, HBO owns it now. It was once on Hulu. They had some episodes on Netflix. Hulu for a while were getting like new episodes until HBO Max came out. But like that show at Family Guy and The Simpsons are some of the longest-running TV shows. Family Guy is freaking amazing. I love Family Guy. Yeah. Family Guy is pretty good. I feel like adult And people were nice. scared um, because Disney bought uh, 20, uh, 20th Century Fox. They were going to have to, like, tone down a lot yeah. on, uh, like, their jokes and stuff. Fucking Disney owns everything. That kind of pisses me off, too. It, does, it yeah. makes me really mad. I mean, that, that the only, like, consolation I have is you have platforms, like, you have platforms and you have fucking capital. <laughs> yep. Well, no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, you cannot disagree no, no, what, on the capital. No, no, mm-hmm. what I was going to say is that, like, there's platforms out there to where if you want independent entertainment, like, you can get it. Yeah. Because yeah. anybody and their uncle can, you know, make a movie on their phone and produce it to the entire Any world. Any three you know? college dudes in a car can make a fucking podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. This is basically the Blair Witch Project, but for, you know. I, what y'all think about the Blair Witch Project? Like the classic one, the old one? Yeah, the yeah the old one, not the fucking new one. Well, like I mean, you don't <laughs> like it? No, I, it wasn't even scary because you don't know what they're running from. A bunch it's of sticks. It's supposed to be a psychological thing again. I d- couldn't even imagine what they could be running from. But the fucking uh, witch. You gotta put, but like the, but, it's in the title. You gotta respect the I. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. It's like even like you, you even call yourself a film buff? No, Did? like I really Do you don't even like, like horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I really think it was piss poor, but I still think it was piss poor too. I was just yeah, <laughs> but but what it opened for other people with like the hand camera type horror movies that you see on like Netflix, the lost, the, like the, uh, lost the found, tapes, the stuff. found tapes. Yeah, That's what they do. It basically footage, was a found footage films. It the was the catalyst for that type of movie, but that movie specifically was garbage. But the, you got like for the time, 
for the situation that it came out of it, just oh, a bunch yeah. of college oh, dudes yeah. wanting to make well, a okay, movie. Well, you gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta, gotta respect that. You gotta yeah. put it also back in, it's like, back in time to that era when the internet was obviously nothing like what it is today. Yeah. And they had a whole fucking website for it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here's these findings of, like, right. Heather's journal and everything. Mm-hmm. And... You know, so it was like, like they, they lore build up everything. Yeah. yeah, they build up everything, and then they release the movie. Yeah, having it like the so influence like it, that it, it had made everything mm-hmm. so much better. Okay, you see, and living in that time, like living watching it in that time. Yeah, in that time. But so now we watch it now. It's like, what the fuck's going on? But, but exactly. I, mean, but I, I mean, didn't know that's what the was thing. You got to like respect the influ- like the influence that it had. It's like no. Star Wars back then. Like it's still like incredible to watch just because of how revolutionary yeah. it was at the time. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But I didn't know all of this about Blair Witch Project, which makes more sense on how the movie was portrayed if you had all of that background leading up. But because you needed all that background and you watched it in 2013. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, yeah. They're running from a bunch of sticks. What what do these sticks mean? Yeah. Like I don't get it's, it. It's it's definitely different now. But like, I had watched it and I had kind of the same reaction. And then like I kind of looked into it. I'm like, oh, they actually have like a website set up. They had all this shit set up. Mm-hmm. Like so, like it kind of almost changed my mind. I'm like, okay, well, if I could go back and be like, oh, the internet's not that as you know vast as it, as it is now mm-hmm. yeah like, and then it's like a, a kind of like a teen cult movie too because it was targeted to that demographic because they were coming up with the internet yeah and like college students were were most probably people that were on the internet the most at the at that time so that like from what 15 to 25 that age range, I think that's what they were looking to target audience for that movie, because they oh, were the definitely. ones that definitely. were going to be online actually looking at this stuff on these websites. I'm replacing Zoo. I just remembered another good show, The Strain on Hulu. Have you ever watched it? Brenda watched it, and she caught a panic attack because we're in a <laughs> pandemic, so it I got it got too strain. it got too real too real for, her, and she had to stop watching it. I love The Strain. It's about basically like this. They think it's a virus that breaks out, but it's actually like this old, like vampiric plague type deal, like from the old ages. Yeah, dude, that sounds sick, dude. It's yeah, awesome. it's a pretty, it's it's pretty really good show. Good. I watched a few episodes. With but it. like, they have like modern. It shows how like you know modern technology, like interacts with something that's like been plaguing man since like you know the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. Bull crap. <laughs> but it's really good, and like it's not like that lame ass new age vampire crap. It's like yeah. it shows it as an actual strain, like a plague. Yeah. And it's just really good. It doesn't take you too far out of reality. Yeah, because, like, you see it in, like, the first episode, there's a plane dead on the tarmac, and it already, like, it goes into realism, because, like, there's a plane that's dead on the tarmac, like, shit, what the hell's wrong? Call fucking Homeland Security, call the FBI, call everybody. And it was an international fight, so, like, call call the CDC. CDC has the first first look into it, because it's an international flight. And everyone's fucking dead on the plane, and like you know, it just evolves from there, and it just like it gets so real, and then like it shows how fast a fucking virus can spread without you paying attention, mm-hmm. without you ever knowing. Like right now, kind of like right now. <laughs> Dude, we we twenty twenty was literally a movie. It was. It really was. Yo, last night was a movie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Yo. So, I mean, TV show-wise, I think that that's going to be my top three. I think mine would be... Top three being 
Let me actually reiterate it because it was kind of a fucked that up. Was, mess that t- I, was that your top three? So my top three would be Game of Thrones, The Strain is probably one of my favorite TV shows. Second, and then Breaking Bad. Okay, that's very solid. Yeah, you're not gonna shit on me like my fucking movie choices, asshole. <laughs> that's more your music choices. Yeah. Wait till we talk about music. Uh. Ben's such a cock about it. <laughs> oh, bruh. that might be that might be next episode. Phil's gonna actually like. I'm gonna actually, me. I'm gonna actually punch Ben because anytime me and him listen to music together, it's just like, oh, you listen to insert any fucking band that a lot of people <laughs> listen to. Like, oh yeah, I like Green Day. <laughs> shit on Green Day because I like Green Day too. But he's like, I like Green Day. That's my favorite band. Blah blah. blah. But like, then he just shits on my music taste at the same hey, time. Hey, you can't deny. I listen. I don't listen to anything. I listen to fucking ben Katy will. Perry and be into it. <laughs> that is true. We will listen to anything, but. That doesn't mean Ben won't bitch about it later or beforehand. <laughs> that makes it more fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, what you were you gonna mention your TV shows? I can. Uh, let's see. Top three: Seinfeld, Mash, and Okay, Grandpa. No, there's a lot of sitcoms. Seinfeld, Mash, and probably Gilligan's Island. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like an Andy Griffin show. Honestly. Would Band of Brothers count? No, that's too uh, that's too iffy. Like an actual sitcom, Better Call Saul. What the A Team? Better Call Saul. Yo, the A Team was kind of fire though. Back <laughs> in the day, you got Face Man, B. A. <laughs> Baracus, <laughs> Mister T. Pity the fool. Pity the fool. <laughs> I pity thy fool. I still think Mash is actually like one of the best sitcoms ever made. Mash is actually really good. I never watched Mash before. Ma- Mash, <laughs> like especially for the time frame, like in the seventies, Mash did an mm-hmm. amazing job of being extremely comedic and pretty risque for the time, and actually being very like serious and super respectful of the source material. Yeah. I uh, especially I, like because it came out while the Vietnam War and all that yeah. was going on. I actually got my name from um, Gunsmoke, Marshall <laughs> Dillon. What? Yeah. What? That is hilarious. Yeah, that, that's really crazy. Can I start calling you Marshall? Marshall Dillon, sure. Marshall Dillon. That's that's really Riding crazy. Up on his horse. Well, we have Dillon's new nickname now. Where'd you park your horse at, Marshall? Probably in the fucking interstate, like I was going to work this morning. <laughs> There's a horse on the side of the damn interstate. Seriously? Welcome to Louisiana. But yeah, did you give your top three, Dill? No, I didn't. Um, my top three probably would be Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. And then the last one, see, that's why I don't really watch too many series, but I would say one of the Netflix series, uh, Haunting on Hill House. I wanted to watch that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. They have another series that came out after that. It's total garbage, but Haunting on Hill House is <laughs> one of the, like <laughs> Haunting on Hill House is one of the best horror series where they actually kept the horror going pretty good. Like, a lot of horror series, it's like, oh, this show is about this topic. It's kind of... I forgot about it, but I just remembered. My top show ever. It tops Game of Thrones, tops Breaking Bad. How can it top Game of Thrones? It's the best. It's so cinematic masterpiece. No, no. no. <laughs> it's not like me now. X-Files. <laughs> X-Files is my favorite show ever. Dude, what? Oh, I didn't even think about that. I forgot that. about it. I really what? forgot about it. But X-Files, wow, yeah. X-Files, X-Files is so good. Yeah, because every, every, every single show build 
to the last season like like that came out like three years ago. That was a really extremely good show. I mean, like it's good, but like CSI New Orleans is clearly like uh, obviously, uh, <laughs> obviously CSI Kansas City, <laughs> CSI Vegas. CSI Topeka. Did y'all did, did y'all ever watch Monk? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Monk's really good. I like Monk. Oh, thank you for sharing. <laughs> Damn, it hurts being an asshole about movies, huh? Okay, well, um, on that note, <laughs> we appreciate Tony it. Tony Shalhoub is a good actor. Who the All fuck right. is that? Uh, he played Monk, and then, like, no one wanted him for any more roles, and then he started playing uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we appreciate y'all listening to the Back of House podcast. Um, again, we hope y'all have a good new year. No oh. adventures. We will be right there alongside of you the whole way. Wear your mask and put on hand sanitizer. Put on deodorant. Brush your teeth. Wash your butt. And, and face. Any, I was about to say, any other, any other tips for the people? <laughs> uh, protect yourself. Wear condoms. All right. Use uh, lotion. Um, yeah, it's, th- it's, it's a little dry out here. You got to yeah, lotion up your skin. Dry where? We live in Louisiana. There's a lake like every five feet. It's a little dry out here. <laughs> yeah, the humidity dropped to 99% instead of 100. Uh, gotta, gotta, yeah, gotta, gotta, some moisture. gotta lube up. So we appreciate y'all listening. As always, I'm Phil. I'm Dill. I am still here. All right. And let's catch y'all next time. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the best movie ever. <laughs>